that good-looking guy in the hat. He is Larry Mallory, former NFL player, former international businessman. Unfortunately, now he's stuck with me. I'm Scott Farber. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing great and happy to be with a star. <laughs> there you go. All right. What do you think of that all-star football game this year, flag football? <laughs> I mean, there, there's a crowd of 80,000 people or whatever in the stadium, and they're playing flag football. What did you think? You know, the first thing came to mind was the protection of their careers. Absolutely. That's the first well, thing came to my mind. And, and I did not know that that was the, you know, that, that was how it was going to work from this point on. But I, I like that, Scott. I think that. Well, it, 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 it was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. you know, the All-Star game, as you know, nobody was really tackling anybody because a couple of guys a few years ago, their, their careers ended in that game. So, uh, and the sport is so aggressive now because of the athleticism, right? The participants, everybody's athletic now. So, right, right. right. I totally agree with what you're saying. All right. So, at the Super Bowl, we had uh, the famous mob, Travis and Jason Kelsey's mob, one one son on each team. Yeah. Uh, you think they pulled that off? You know, making her kind of a little bit of a star for that weekend. Let me tell you, man. Not only did they pull it off greatly. Did you like her uniform? <laughs> yeah. That one half was the Eagles, the other half. So she represented her sons very well. And honestly, you know, I think we've talked about this before. When you're playing football, especially in the young days of high school and college or whatever, and even at the pros, uh, it's a lot of people in those stands, but you always hear your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know. Look at you and I stood out in Tennessee State Stadium, and you – I'll never forget it. You you started to cry as you turned and said, that's where my mom used to sit, and this place would be full, and I would hear her screaming at me. That's right. But those, those were good screams, though. She was cheering you on. Oh, absolutely good screams. Unless unless she thought she was hurt, then the police probably had to keep her in the stands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you, there you go. Well, another thing about that football game, you know, the Big 12 is deservedly so been getting a bum rap that they can't keep up with the SEC or play in the SEC. The, the, you know, there's a joke here in Texas that both Oklahoma and Texas want to go to the SEC, and the SEC is going maybe not now because those two programs had a couple of bad years. But uh, we had two star quarterbacks in the, uh, in the um, Super Bowl, Texas Tech. And uh, Oklahoma, both yeah. Big Twelve uh, teams. I so, so I thought that was kind of funny to see that. Did you have any thoughts on that? Well, no. I think you hit you hit the nail on the head. You know, it's uh, I I think the entire game because there's so many, you know, so much of an improvement on athleticism in the elementary environment and the junior high and high school environment. It's almost like Scott. Now colleges have such a, 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 an array of talent that they can they can uh, select or try to get. And I think that's what we're going to see uh, getting. I think the sport is going to get faster. The injuries are going to get higher. Uh, and not only in the professional area, but in the, in the you know, in the developmental stages well, as well. You know, you bring up an interesting point when you say that talent is getting better for the colleges to go after. So does that mean the colleges are going to be more aggressive with each other to get, you know, the big talent? Well, I, I, that's one perspective. They'll be aggressive with each other, but they're also going to be aggressive with their alumni. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Well, of course. 
That's right. They're going to need and want support from the alumni because, you know, if you're going after someone in a city and 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 the city, uh, uh, the the richest guy in the city is, it went to the same college, then, you know, it might be a little easy to get that person to go to that college. Well, it's going to be interesting. Deion Sanders, you know, left the HBCU where he was coaching, had a remarkable year. It'll be interesting to see what happens this year with the team. And, of course, he went to Colorado, and it'll be interesting to see how the recruiting of Colorado goes, you know. I totally agree, but I'd like to add something to that because I think it only draws more focus on Eddie George, who's at Tennessee State. Right. You know what I mean? And I right. think that yeah, I, I, at one point, I think when Eddie got there first and the focus was starting to go toward professional athletes' contribution to HBCU, then Dion, you know, was a hired name, and he tried me in. Not, not, not. I'm not negative about what Dion is doing because this is America. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to put a, a very positive focus on Tennessee State and on Eddie Jewell. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm sure it will. And uh, Dion is a higher name than Eddie George, but not that much higher. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of Eddie George fans out there. Uh, uh, you know, I know a lot of people that that still love him out there in Nashville. You, you know, uh, he, he's still the toast of the town. All right, Patrick Mahomes is now two and one in the Super Bowl. He's 27 years old. So Brady wound up, I believe, seven and three in the in the Super Bowl. It, you know, we think that Mahomes is just going to roll right through that record and become the new goat and everything. And there's a real good chance that could happen. But he's going to get five more Super Bowl wins, and he's already 27. We don't know if he's going to play the 59 or 60. You know. He might call it a day at 35, and if that's the case, he's going to have to win a lot of years in a row here. What are your thoughts on maybe uh, where where he could go with Super Bowl wins? Well, you know, I totally agree with you. He's going to have a lot of opportunity, but I like the impact he's having on you. Right. Okay. He he's he's not a six. You know, he's not a big big quarterback. Uh, he, he's probably more of a the type of size than you know more young people are these days, but. I just like the impact he's had having on you. Um, he's he's a good leader. They I understand that he's doing a lot in the community, you know, in terms of support for younger athletes. So you know, those are the elements. Outside of that, though, he's just he's amazing <laughs> in terms of getting the ball to a player. Yeah, it's almost like it doesn't have to be normal. He's well, it's not normal. <laughs> I mean, he's the only football quarterback I've ever seen that did a basketball jump shot. To get the ball downfield about twenty-five yards for a first down. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he throws it sidearm. He throws it across his body without looking, and he leads runners. The problem is that the young, the young kids are going to copy him, and no one's going to be able to do what he does. But but also think about the impact that's having on defensive line coaches. <laughs> he can get the, the those defensive linemen's hands up, then. He, he can either throw it or leave. I mean, he, the, 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 uh, they're replaying some of his throws. You know, they're going between the arm, under the arm, through the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's un, it's unbelievable what he does with the football. And then, you know, he made that 26-yard run or thereabout on that bad ankle in the second half of the Super Bowl. It's like, where did that come from? He had been hobbling all game, and then he took off, and he was running, well, you know. I mean, it's just amazing what a little adrenaline does in a key moment. Yeah, and it's amazing what a shallow do too. But yeah, uh, but 
I, I'm interested, and I, I should have researched this before we had a call today, but I wonder what his 40 time is. He doesn't look fast, but he's elusive. Well, he's also, he, he's pretty fast, I'm sure. I'm sure, yes. Scott, see, can you look look that up, see if you can find what his, uh, his 40 PR dash time is? I think it's going to, I'll bet you, Larry, it's in the fours. I'll bet you anything. Well, it's definitely in the fours, I, I, but I would think, He's about four five, not four three. The spider amount they're talking about Mahomes, right? Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Four point yeah. eight. Four point eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brady's is probably six point five, so Mahomes is still okay. That is slow. Okay. Yeah. Four eight in the forty is wow. He's four eight, but he's exceptionally elusive. Wow. Larry, Larry, what what was yours? Uh, my best time was was four five. Four or five? Yeah. And and honestly, for me, I was never the fastest guy. So I had to work hard to get to a four or five. Well, that was your mother was calling you for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. But our speedsters were all four three, you know, four two nine, four two five, like that, you know. Yeah, well, four eight is pretty slow. I I'm a little bit surprised. I am too. I am too, but but not I can't believe Kansas City took him. Why would they take a four? No, kidding, Larry. That's a good point. Yeah. Why would they take a guy who could only run? See, I don't even understand. A lot of that combine stuff, I don't understand. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, 4.8, you had that shocked look on your face <laughs> because because it is slow. Yeah. You know, by today's standards, you know, and I sit there, I go, okay, don't take him. You know what I mean? It might be 4.8, but I don't see anybody catching him in the backfield. <laughs> That's true. You, you know, so, you know, the combine, all of those different things I'm not so sure about. Tom Brady's was probably just as slow. You know. He's tall, too, those guys, you know. And and Tom's athletic, very athletic. I would think he might be around four, four six because of his height. You think so? Four six, that's pretty fast. I don't know if Brady ran that. Zika, you looking at that one up? 5.28. <laughs> 5.28, that's what I, I figured it was a little bit over 5. That's pretty good. <laughs> he's walking to 40. He's not running. Well, well, he got out of breath after 30 yards, so he slowed down. <laughs> you know, I still look at that, that shot of him standing in uh, that pair of shorts, you know, uh, you know, right when he was drafted. He did not look like the best in-shape athlete I've ever seen. You know, but, you know... Uh, that's what I'm saying. The combine, though, I don't always know how that works for everybody, you, you know, for these guys. And, you know, the guys who throw the football 75 yards and then the other starting quarterbacks that can only throw it 62 yards. But then they throw every 15-yard pass right out of the money. So, you know, you have a lot more of those in the game than you do a 70-yard pass. You know, I think Hertz kind of proved that, too, when his Hail Mary in the Super Bowl was like about a 30-yarder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He also threw that. Was a good competition, though, between those two. Let me, let me tell you something. When you think about these young quarterbacks, you got Mahomes, you got Hurts, you got Burrow, you got Allen, Herbert, Justin Fields, Prescott. There is going to be some rivalries in football for a long time. It is, and 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 the only somebody that we remember and, and they kind of came up with us was Brady. You're right. Everybody else is gone. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we love Brady so much because. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, we can almost claim him being in our era. That's right. Almost. Oh, almost. <laughs> At least he was born in our era. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, uh, you think of it, uh, Mahomes was probably born 20 years after you retired. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, but I think we've got so many good quarterbacks. Now, you know, we did do a show last week. Larry, you were headed out to the Super Bowl. We were all excited. We thought we were going to have uh, some neat little footage and everything from you out there singing in the choir. And then you had some family emergencies. You wound up going to Chicago, then Georgia. And when I finally got a hold of you, you know, when you finally uh, got back to me and you said, I'll call you tonight. I'm heading home. I'm going. He's leaving. The kickoff is in three hours. Why is he heading home? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus, they they had a really good turnout for this Super Bowl. Yeah. Difficult finding rooms. It was very difficult finding cars. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a really good turnout and uh, it was pretty crowded. Now, I am shocked that, you know, I talked to you about this before the uh, before the game and I was shocked at your answer. So I hope your answer remains the same. New York City for the Empire State Building uh, green to celebrate the Philadelphia Eagles winning the conference and going into the Super Bowl. That is the most iconic building probably in the world, the Empire State Building. We're talking New York Giant fans, New York Jet fans, and then they look up and see a green Philadelphia color to honor the Philadelphia Eagles. And you said it was, oh, that was okay, that was not nice. What do you really think? I really think that uh, because, and the reason I think it is because of the NFC East. You know, NFC East is very competitive, but a lot of guys that played on the Giants now play with the Eagles or play with, you know, play with the other teams. But I, I'm just an NFC East guy, and I think it's... Uh, you know, one day I'm going to get you to quit being so nice. Let me, let me put it to you this way. So, you know, I'm a Chicago guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Every year the Bulls go to the playoffs, and, you know, 100 years ago when Jordan was ruling the roost. Yeah. There was a building in Chicago that would light up during all the playoffs, go, uh, go Bulls, you know, you know, yay for the Chicago Bulls. And uh, Scott probably knows the building I'm talking about. But I can't imagine the two years that Jordan didn't play and the Bulls didn't go to the NBA Finals. I can't imagine that building say, go Houston. Well, now, I, I agree. That's a little ways away, too. And now you're, you're pitting the Midwest against the South. I can't see for the life of me. <laughs> no Larry's Facebook page is finally perking up and responding. I would like to hear anybody tell me that they think Larry's right, that, that the New York Giant fans should be walking proudly down the street and they pass the Empire State Building and they salute the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, they won't salute them, but they'll acknowledge the NFC East. You know, <laughs> the, the NFC East, man, I'm telling you, that's... that's okay. In the NFC East, the first thing that comes, comes to mind is you got to practice in the cold. So that's, that's kind of unifying. Right, right there and then. Yeah, just <laughs> turn that Empire State Building. I can't wait to see in New York they put up the Cowboy Blue or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. Anyway, we'll move on because I'm never going to get you to uh, get off Mr. Nice Guy. All right, now this really shocked me. You and I talked a little bit about this. They put the franchise tag dollars out. The NFL and the quarterback gets franchised, uh, gets over $32 million, over $32 million for one year. Obviously, the kickers and the punters get the least amount of money, at, you know, at $5.4 million. But I was shocked that the running backs were the least paid guys in franchise money compared, you know, right after the kickers and punters. And is it, I don't get it. Is it because they're, it, we, we've become a passing league now that the runners aren't quite as important? I mean, they're the lowest paid guy in the franchise tag next to the punters and kickers. It's at $10 million, but everybody else makes more. I'll give you an example. The wide receivers get $19.7 million. Well, what, you know, what do you think about that? Well, the first thing that comes to mind, though, you know, I, I played with Zaka Kick in Warfield, and Zaka was the highest paid. And I, first, it's a surprise to me because, you know, I, I thought that Zaka set a um, a standard for running backs in terms of salaries versus the other position. I did not. Well, you know, but but maybe it was different then than it is now because maybe there are so many good ones available. I can't see Walter Payton or uh, Emmett Smith, these guys making less money than everybody else on the team. I mean... Let's be real. That ain't going to happen. That didn't happen. But maybe the game has evolved so much to a passing game today that the running backs aren't as important anymore. I, I don't see how it is either. But but the wide receivers get uh, almost twenty million, so almost ten million more. Tight ends are getting eleven point three. Offensive linemen eighteen point two. Defensive ends nineteen point seven. Defensive tackles, 18.9 million. Linebackers, just under 21 million. Cornerbacks, 18. Here you are, Larry. 18,140,000. You were born in the wrong era. Safeties, 14,460,000. It took you two years to make that back in the 70s. <laughs> it took us 10, 15 years to make that kind of money in the 70s. But that's very interesting, and it's, it's interesting for me and honestly, it's something I might even bring up at the union and the union meetings because running back, their their initial hits are always uh, after motion. You know, they're right. They're running into people, using their bodies and primarily using their heads. You know, to get more yards and for them to to be, you know, not for 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 their exercise, for them to be successful and for them to be that low on the the money leg list. To me is well, and, and maybe, maybe it's partly because they play three years and they're out. You know the running backs. I don't know. It's just something you know. You know, you know at this is it. Alex Newkings, those association. See what see what they think. See what they say. I'd be interested. Those were those were yearly salaries you talked about, right? That's the franchise tag. So that's the salary they get if they don't sign. Then they franchise them. Quarterbacks are at thirty-two million. Punters at five point four. Running backs at ten million, and then everybody else ahead of the running backs and the punters. I, I mean, I was just shocked when I saw it. All right, let's bring Scott and Zeke in for one quick trivia time before we go on. All right, there's Zeke. There's Scott. Scott. Hi, gentlemen. How are you? Good. 
Fantastic. So Zeke usually travels the world on a weekly basis, and uh, Scott this time actually uh, took a street a ski trip out uh, out east, and he came back and and I said to him I haven't talked to him at all. And I said to him, uh, "How's your ankle?" He goes, "What's wrong with my ankle?" You know, but you didn't get hurt at all. You skied. You didn't crash into trees or anything. No, it was good out there. How'd you do on the lift? Uh, they actually had those little bars that come over and kind of keep you constrained. So there's still a fear of falling, but there's a little bit of a safety precaution there. So you All wouldn't right, be well, too bad out there. Well, well, right, where are you going? That was in Vermont. Oh, okay. This is why I don't ski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. And then uh, uh, and then we'll all feel sorry for Zeke when he heads back to Europe uh, in the not-too-distant future. You know, so he'll catch up on you again that quickly. <laughs> All right, trivia time. The first one of you two who gets this answer is the winner today. No cheating, no, no Googling, no looking up answers. But what do Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, John Elway, and Kyler Murray all have in common outside of the fact that they're NFL football quarterbacks? I don't hear anybody shouting out answers to me. Larry, you're going to have to give your little Jeopardy theme, and we're going to have to buzz them. I can't believe <laughs> you guys can't figure this one out. What are you looking at, Scott? Looking up. I'm just looking up here. I'll hold my hand. Looking up I'm for th the answer. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. thinking okay. this is tough. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good See, come on, Zeke. Don't let me down. Are they all from Texas? Good answer. Zeke, do you want to get out? Can you top that? Brady's from California. I didn't say he was correct. I said good answer. <laughs> Are they all from California? Good answer. Tyler Murray's from Texas. <laughs> they were all. Yeah, that's true. I saw him play in high school. That's right. That's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were all drafted by a major league baseball team. You know, in fact, Elway tried to play for the Yankees. And uh, Kyler had a pretty big contract, I guess, with Oakland and came back. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that uh, Brady was also drafted into baseball, but I could see him more as a baseball player as the uh, instead of the greatest of all time. All right, we're <laughs> running long time. You guys failed me. I thought you both would have gotten that one. So let us go. Get out of here, Larry, and I will finish this up. All right, Larry. Tiger Woods hadn't played a full round of uh, golf, four rounds, you know, uh, since his car wreck two years ago. He played at the Genesis. He had an up and down four days, but he wound up one under par. What did you think when you watched him play? Oh, I, I watched that entire tournament. Uh, uh, I watched, first thing, the first thing came to my mind, you know, they showed him on a drive, and on his walk, he still had a little limp. Yeah, you know, in his walk. Um, and He's going to have that forever. Uh -huh. Oh, I have that forever. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know if, if they were, because he was playing in some other tournament and he was also in a cart. But the bottom line is, uh, I like the, like the swing motion. You know, it looked like his old swing motions. I don't think that, you know, the game is progressing very fast, plus the equipment is really progressing to the point where smaller guys, you don't have to be a John Rom size to get a 320-yard drive. You know, I mean, some of these guys, uh, Justin Thomas, I don't think weighs uh, 180 pounds. Right, and he's out there with, he's on the same level with Ron. Right, right. On terms, you know, it's, you know, it's all about that club speed too. Strength, club speed. Club speed. 
That's right. That's right. You know, and and what I like too, I like club speed and I like equipment because I'm I'm getting some uh, other clubs and and the options now on clubs it's almost they have the option of designing clubs specifically for who's going to swing it. Well, you know, and then when you get to be our age, Larry, and you go to buy clubs, they know they're going to sell you anything because you're buying whole. This club's going to add 30 yards to your drive, Larry. Your swing That's, is down to your swing is down to 80 miles an hour, and <laughs> this club though is going to get you back over 100 consistently. You know, <laughs> and yeah. so we're buying at our age. We are buying hope. That's right. All right, so, hey, and hope it all comes in the right shaft. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. They're going to give you the shaft as you're buying hope. All right. All right. There is another XFL. These links keep coming and going. Is this one have a chance? Well, I watched it the other day, actually. And and um, honestly, Scott, I do believe they have a chance because the NFL cannot house as many and the volume of effective young athletes that's available to them. Right. So I, I think that in every sport, golf, tennis, the whole nine yards, I think that, uh, I think that the, you know, the, 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 the predecessors, they've set a tone and these young people are going after these records, after the tones, they have the equipment, they got the coaching. I just think that we're, we're about to see a whole new era. Of- well, well, you know, I think, I think what the uh, XFL needs to do, they need to play football the same time the NFL does, because that's when people are going to be turning on the TV to watch football. You know, the, the games last weekend, very few people watched. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And what they have to do is that these kids that play all have to be uh, um, new young faces. It can't be guys that didn't make it in the NFL because it's going to be hard to build a franchise against somebody who didn't make the NFL. I mean, to say Jay McCarron, I like him. You know, he was a star in college. He's been a backup in the pros. Now, you know, they're trying to make him, you know, he's the number one quarterback in the XFL. And I don't know if he will be able to, pull that off. It was uh, the American Football League, 1960 to 1970 was the only league that made it. They merged, you know, with the NFL in 1970, and then hence we had the NFC and the AFC. And then I guess the one other one that did something was the USFL, because it it lasted about three seasons in the middle 80s. They've all come in as well. It was a world football league that you didn't mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the World Football League. And so uh, I, I just believe that there, there uh, are more great athletes out here now, and I think that, I think that there's a lot of room for these new leagues. Right. I, I don't think it, you just you – just, what I heard you say is that you thought the XFL could compete against the NFL. I don't think so. I don't think anybody any, – so I think that the – the seasons should be decided after the NFL season. Then comes the exit because people will watch it all year. Okay. I don't, all right. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think, but let me just finish this. I don't think that any league can compete against the National Football League because of the volume of the owners. Well, you know, no, you're, you're right. And I don't mean if 1 o'clock or, or 12 noon kickoff for the NFL and 12 noon kickoff for the XFL, that, that would be death. But I'm thinking uh, in the evening, after after the NFL is done, let's have evening football with the XFL. 
you know, or play the games on Tuesday night and Thursday night or something when the NFL isn't playing, but it's the same time of the year because we all care about football September to February. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if people when it's 80 degrees outside really care about the football game going on. Well, That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I hear you, and, and I don't disagree. However, there's more football activity during the offseason than there's during the regular well, I know, and us fans don't know. You know, we don't know that. But the, it's the fans are playing. It's the yeah. that's when the fans play. Yeah, yeah. Like, now, it's flag football. It's touch football. It's all types of different, you know, versions of it. But it doesn't take away from people sitting down having a beer watching, right. you know, watching sports. All right, they're telling us we are more than out of time, so we're going to wrap it up, Larry. I do want to, you know, you brought up about. Football players and and doing things in their community. I think next time we got to spend a little time on that. People don't realize how important that is to NFL guys and how much they do do in all their communities, you know, and 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 how they all give back. So we're gonna we'll talk a little bit more about that next time. All right, man, we got to run. He is Larry Mallory. I'm Scott Farber. Thanks to Zeke and the other Scott. We'll see you next time. Take care of you. Take care now. Take care.